Hello, and welcome to the Observatory Science Centre podcast from Hurstman Zoo. In this episode, we're going to meet Paul Skipper. Paul is part of our maintenance team at the observatory. And whilst you might not often see him, he plays a vital role in making sure everything is shipshape. Already with a hello and a friendly wave, let's meet Paul. Hello, my name's Paul Skipper. I'm the maintenance technician at the Hurstmanzoo Observatory Science Centre. Oh, I probably first ever saw the Observatory Science Centre with its green domes was probably back in the late 70s when my friend and me used to come up, who used to work at the Admiralty Place up by the castle to fish the moat. Yeah, he used to get permission for us to fish on a Sunday afternoon only, when all the visitors had gone about four o'clock, and that was the only day of the week we could fish, but mainly carp, that's what we used to fish it for night fish it well till about two in the morning anyway i used to live in eastbourne which is six miles away from here and but when we was children we used to come up on the cycle on our push bikes but fish the streams the other side of the boundary because there's a dike over there which we used to fish as kids for roach and dace and stuff we just used to put them back because it's course fishing so you just get them if you get a big one way just throw them back in when we was at the moat, we used to get huge great carp up to £10 in weight and the visitors used to throw bread in because they off the bridge around the other side so they were so used to bread on the surface it was like, well it was like a, a kid in a sweet shop really just getting them one after the other. Well, first, first I knew about uh, Observatory Science Head when we come here to show my little girl on a day out and I thought this is an interesting place and I was looking at it all and then a few years later, that was probably in 2010, a few years later, um, a job popped up on my computer while I was job searching for a, search, for a job. And I thought well, that'd be good. And Mary said, oh, you like that place? And that's my wife. And, and uh, so I applied for the job. And fortunately, I had, I've got it as a maintenance man, which was quite blessing, really. So now I've been here since 2016. And it's quite an enjoyable job most of the time, sometimes you get wet through and freezing cold, but most of the time it's nice. And uh, the people I work with are nice as well, so. My main role of working here is building maintenance, which is repairing all the doors and, every, and uh, floors and the paving stones, which keep going, putting all the white night lines down so that people can see at night, making sure all the lights work, because I am actually a qualified electrician. Um, and it's a, it's a listed building, so I have to be very careful what I do and what we replace it with. Uh, this sometimes takes a little bit of uh, looking up to see what we can and can't do with the building. Uh, occasional painting, and uh, whenever, when the winter time comes, we have to uh, also put up all the barriers for the car parks, and uh, that's about the overall role, my thing. Um, I also look after the domes, because the, the electrics are all 1940s, 50s, and I'm an old man. <laughs> uh, it's uh, it's all my sort of era, so I know how it all works with electro electrically. Because we didn't have fancy electronics them days, it was all relays and mercury switches and stuff. And so I'm in my element when I'm looking after them. Yeah, when I was at school, uh, we used to do. My physics teacher was a, a, a really keen in electronics, so we used to make crystal radio sets and everything else. And it sort of advanced it from that on that side of it. And then when I was about 12, 13, I used to go out helping my dad do his electrical work because he was an electrician by trade. 
and I've done that for years with him and my dad's identical twin was a plumber so when I wasn't helping my dad at the weekends I was helping my uncle my uncle um, do the plumbing so I sort of picked up both trades in a yeah because we used to go every weekend because we used to get that's how we earn our pocket money and then when um, I left school I went and worked for my dad's firm as an apprentice and I was there for three years I think it was and I got my part one and in them days you didn't need any more so then I went as an electrician but later in life I'd done all the other city and guilds and I'm now I was I say was because I re retired a couple of three years ago I was up to the standard of um, uh, uh, of the 2400 which is the highest city and guilds you can get and that's that was my thing in life and I also I went to college and got a little bit of a city and guild to say that I could solder copper pipes and stuff so I could also become Corgi registered so I had both so I could do all that uh, and then on, after that um, I got my own business I went on my own as an electrician and then I bumped into a, a chap over in Brighton hey. Maplin Electronics he was the boss and I went over there looked at done something and I've done worldwide I sorted out the shop over there and he offered me if I wanted a contract to do 32 Maplin shop fits for him all over the countries back in the early late 80s and early 90s when work was work was very um, very very lean and uh, I was very fortunate to get his contract so I was very grateful um, and uh, that kept me going all them years and I sort of learnt, learnt places all over the country and all of the tri trades that I learnt being an electrician like painting, filling, general building works as I built my own extensions and that when I was younger I knew how to do brick laying and everything else like that. So that's that's my life really, all tapered up in one little story. So while I'm here I have no problem when someone says to me can you relay a wall or can you put the step paving slabs back or can you do this it's not really a problem to me the only thing that's getting a problem now is my age and I get a bit stiff with my knees and stuff for kneeling down but apart from that I'm fine in my later life I mean I've got uh, four children one old with a granddaughter and I have three other uh, two at home one youngster my wife does a lot of singing around the hotels and that when we're allowed to and in my later years uh, I've sort of matured a bit and I've sort of gone white with a big grey beard so my forte in life which has been like for the last four years is I go and be Santa for the kiddies and give them their little presents which is quite a nice thing to do um, and I've also actually done it uh, here at Hurstman's Science Centre but I got roped into walking around and amazed to the amazement of little kids that are inside with the schools which is quite amusing all waving and shouting Santa to me as we was walking past yes yeah, I enjoy that sort of thing um, I enjoy working here as I said before so it's all sort of under one roof and it's all sort of convenient yeah music's always been important to me uh, even from back in the 70s when I first built it talking electronics I first built my own disco and stuff and we used to go out around Eastbourne um, doing di uh, discos for people's weddings and in the pubs and stuff and then I was uh, got bigger and bigger and matured like two I had two people working for me and also being all over Eastbourne working Brighton Worthing all over London I even was doing a gig up London when Harrods got uh, bombed which was a bit unfortunate because we had to have a police escort into the hotel up there 
um, through the gigs and stuff, I sort of bumped into my now wife um, in a pub. I was just letting myself out of a smoky uh, extractor fan shoot, and I bumped into my wife now. And she is a singer, and so now I do a lot of recordings. She's now learning how to play the piano, and she's making her own music and stuff. And she's been on the radio. She's been on quite a thing. She used to do cruise ships, uh, talk of London, been in some good places. And, <laughs> and she was doing well until she met me, but that's another story. <laughs> uh, and so we record at home. Uh, my eldest son now, he's turned his bedroom into a recording studio because he's a keen musician. So it's all music in our house mainly. And uh, hopefully in the near future, she might get a record. She was actually on one of the local radio stations a couple of Sundays. She sounds good on the radio, so I'm very proud of them all. Way back in the early 70s, we always used to go down to the Greyhound in Croydon, where they used to have pop groups, including Genesis, David Bowie and that. And what we used to do is hang around outside when they turned up, and we used to help them carry the gear in. And when we carried the gear in, they used to, well, most of them used to let us sit down in the front of the stage and uh, stay there for the concert, which was quite a cheap way of getting to see people. And when I got a bit older, obviously, I used to get a few beers as well and sit down and watch them. Um, I, I've always been interested in bands. I used to manage a band once upon a time. Pink Floyd is one of my favourite ones. Their concerts is out of this world. Even today, I don't think any of the modern bands and that can match their light displays and stuff. I've seen the Stones and they're worth, at the end of the day, I can't think anybody can beat Pink Floyd. So that, that's basically my favourite one. Well, the last year's been a bit of a pain. I do like my social life, but I'm also, at the same time, like I like my telly. If I've got some good science fiction stuff and all that to watch, I'm quite happy. So, because I like my own company, I've got my own garden, I do my gardening. I, I, that's another thing I do like is gardening. I've got to uh, pricking out all my plants, grow the plants, give them all to the neighbours, give them to everywhere I could. And apart from that, I just have a few beers at home and sit and watch telly, basically. Coming back was quite exciting. I do have a lot of things to do because, the, unfortunately, nat nature takes over outside. So the plants grow in your paving slabs, which sorts of lifts them and in your walls and stuff, so weakens them. So, yeah, I've got a lot of things to do, but I do like being active. Well, I hope you've enjoyed listening to my ramblings and uh, going on. But if, you, if you're ever visiting and walking around and you see a big chubby bloke with a big white beard, that's me. So do come up and say hello and have a little chat to me. Thank you for listening to our podcast with Paul. If you'd like to find out more information about the Observatory Science Centre, then why not head to our website www.the-observatory.org. Until next time.